0: A lot of new agents, they uh, teach us in Keller Williams. Okay, you need to call, call. Yeah. Uh, you need to get uh, in touch with all your family's fears, like you, yeah. your friends, family, and 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 try to see if they are planning on or they they have somebody that they know. Friends, family, or coworkers. Exactly. That's it.
1: Welcome to Real Estate Success Partner. We're your host, Devin Dubuque. David Wynn. And we're here to talk about how to have great success in every market. Uh, today, guys and gals, we got a returning guest. You know him, Mr. Clint Ritchie of the Ritchie Mortgage Team. And Clint, brother, you've brought somebody amazing today. Who did you bring with us?
2: Man, I brought a very special guest. We've actually been chasing this lady around for a good six to nine months because she's so busy. <laughs> it's uh, Cindy Guajardo with Keller Williams Realty. So thanks for joining us, Cindy. Thank you so so much, yeah. Um, and one of the reasons why I wanted to bring her on, guys, is because she is really, really good about helping the Hispanic community yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, reach reach their dreams in regards to home ownership. So I wanted to bring her in and and, and elaborate on what she's doing to be so successful, and, right. uh, and talk about what her and her team do. So I appreciate you guys having us.
1: Yeah, no, thanks for being here, and thanks for coming on, Thank Cindy. You. I've seen your production report, and you had a great year in 2023. And you know what's awesome about that is for those of you that don't know, most of you know probably at this point in time, 2023 was a difficult year for real estate and mortgage, uh, but you still had a great year. Thank you. And that's awesome. And you know, that's what we love to do is showcase guests that are doing really good things in the industry. And that helps borrowers align with the right people, but it also helps agents maybe find some clues as to how they can also create success in their own business, right?
0: Of course, yeah. Right. Thank you. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, it was a great year. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. So let's talk about uh, you know how you got your start here. So are you from uh, Texas originally?
0: I am originally from Monterrey, Mexico. Very cool. And uh, I moved to Texas when I was 13 years old.
1: Awesome. Oh, here at Dallas-Fort Worth or? To Farmers Branch. Farmers Branch. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So you've been native here for a little bit of time.
0: For a little bit. Uh, Then I moved back when I was uh, 15. Okay. Went to law school in Mexico. Oh, that's beautiful. For two and a half years, came back at 19, and then stayed here.
1: Very cool. So went to law school. Uh, Did you practice law for some time? No,
0: I didn't finish. It's five years to finish. It's like a bachelor's degree in in Mexico. Yeah. um I did half of the time I can right. still go back and finish that's but right. I just I just didn't I stayed yeah. here I met my husband and got married
1: and, <laughs> and that's it that's and it that's, that's it. it that's awesome that's awesome
0: so back here in Texas and uh, when did you get into real estate what what, what? it was 2017 I was a social yeah. worker before because I I did finish um, criminal justice here okay very cool I graduated I tried to do law school and mm-hmm. it was just not for me that <laughs> <laughs> element. <laughs> AT, it was hard. Yeah, especially yeah. being uh, or having English as a second language. Understand. It was yeah. completely difficult. I just wanted it to be over.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was just
0: that bad. And, uh, and then when I, when I graduated, I started working for CPS. Okay. Very I did cool. that for six years.
1: That's awesome. Well, you know, and and I'm glad, you know, I I can't say glad, but we're glad that that, uh, you did transition over to this industry, because you're doing some great, great things here. And, you you know, working for CPS, I can imagine, you know, one of the things you probably did uh, is help a lot of people, right?
0: Uh, That's right. Yeah. That's right. It was very difficult. And it's very challenging. And it's one of those jobs that you have to have a heart to do Mm -hmm. it. And you have to care for people and for those kids, because it's not just like, a transaction yeah. a transaction it's 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 detached. That's like right. You're you're done with that family. You help them, and then you move on yeah. with this. It's difficult because yeah. you're talking about kids. That's right. That it's life or that situation. That's so tough. it's very very different.
1: It is. It is. But you know, I would imagine, and we hear this all the time, that a lot of that nurturing heart that you have yeah. bleeds over into this industry, right? Of
0: course, it does.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> this is helping people too. It's right? helping
0: people, in just in a in a more exciting. That's and, right. And fun situations, because yeah. normally they're getting married or, yeah. you know, they're they're planning to move into a bigger home or that's right. changing, you know, investing. Creating generational wealth. Exactly. Yeah,
1: which is amazing because now you're still helping people. You're just helping them with a different vessel, and that vessel, like you said, is a little bit more fun. Of course. You know, people love getting into a new home. Yeah. But the process sometimes can be frustrating, and that's why it's so important to align with the right person. Right. And that's where you come in. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So you got in the industry in 2017. Yes. And you're with Keller Keller Williams. Keller Williams. Did you start with Keller Williams?
0: I started with Keller Williams. My sister has been an agent for longer than I have. And she kept on telling me, hey, why don't you just make a transitional move? She saw me how frustrated, how stressed I was. Uh, with some of these cases I that I was imagine. dealing with, because I was doing it investigations, personal. Yeah, I was doing investigations, and then I did supervision for investigations. Oh, yeah. and oh wow! That was hell on wheels. <laughs> 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 and uh, so she's like, "Hey, why don't you just join me, get your license, and do something different? This is yeah. more fun. You're gonna make more money." And uh, I started in twenty seventeen with my sister okay. as a team. That's awesome. And uh, and then from that point on, my first year it. It just it was really bad 2017 <laughs> was really bad yeah because I wasn't like focused on trying to go and get a client or right. trying doing the right things and uh and then from that point on I'm like okay I have to I left a, a job with the state yeah. that had pension that' That's had right. good benefits right I need to make money <laughs> yeah
1: yeah you're right yeah and, and a little fear sets in right because <laughs> you're like oh whoops uh man my income and, and and future income uh, uh, is, is not here right now exactly. and it's me right? I'm it's, it's all about me and what I'm what I'm willing to do so we talk about not doing the right activity what was not the right activity
0: so calling people uh, yeah. a lot of new agents they uh, teach us in Keller Williams okay you need to call call. Yeah. Uh, you need to get uh, in touch with all your family's fears, like you, yeah. your friends, family, and, and and try to see if they are planning on or they they have somebody that they know.
1: Friends, family, or coworkers. Exactly. That's it.
0: And so that's where I started, like, okay, I need to get back on track. I need to uh, call people and yeah. and tell them. That I'm a, a This is what agent.
1: I knew, yeah. Yeah. I, I'd I, love to help you. I can't
2: be a secret agent. <laughs> right, exactly. Be a, that, that doesn't pay you, out you so well. You can be that's a secret that's agent, that's but it doesn't pay as well, right? It's not very exactly. lucrative. <laughs> not very lucrative. And I started doing
0: those changes, and uh, 2018, I, I basically um, did more than when I was doing in CPS. Yeah.
1: That's great. That's awesome. So, 2018 was your your first really successful year. Yes. Um, but, but let's talk about Keller Williams real quick. So, you got it in 2017. We've always heard that out of a lot of the agencies, Keller provides pretty good training for their agents.
0: They do.
1: Uh, what was that experience like? Would you say Keller is is at the top of their game when it comes to that for this industry, right? For
0: this this industry, yes. Uh, they always say Keller Williams is the training for everybody. Else. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Because they normally uh, that's where normally they uh, new agents start and then and they they switch. Yeah. Um, around for, you know, whatever reason. But they're, they're pretty good about training us and, and basically drill us like, okay, this is what you have to do to become a successful to
1: agent. To be successful. You know, you may not know this, I know this, uh, but uh, you're not far removed from talking with Clint here because his mother was one of the original Keller Williams agents. In fact, uh, she's in Gale- Gary Carol- Keller's book. Uh, oh she's actually God. yeah she's actually listed in that book. Yeah, so, I did not know
2: that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a very extensive real estate background. His mother, uh, worked with Gary Keller, you know, back in the, the the early stages of Keller Williams, but his father actually works for Champion School of Real Estate.
0: I uh, love Champions, that's where yeah. I, I went.
1: Yeah, yeah, very cool. You may know him, you may know him, Gary Ritchie. Uh, that
0: sounds familiar. Yeah,
1: so that's Clint's, Clint's dad, and that's that's where he got his start in this industry. Yep. Uh, wow. So he also has a very solid real estate background. He's been doing this for a long time.
2: Yeah, I'm a Keller Williams fan, especially <laughs> since, well, part especially part the Yeah, well, especially <laughs> since I heard all the uh, the stories. That, you know, as uh, I was, you know, we, I've, I've been telling David and, and Devin about this. It's like as you grow up, you know, you're just uh, you're just a son, and you really don't care about. I mean, you kind of care about what your parents do, but you don't ask the intrusive <laughs> as questions, right? You're not as vested. And then when you get older and you start hearing some of these stories, you're like, wow, this is pretty cool. Wow, I didn't even know all these things. So, no. so yeah, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Keller women's fan. And, uh, you know, as my dad continues to say, they provide, you know, First notch training support. That's true. Because when you first get out there like a little duckling, right, you're like, I don't know what to do. Please help. Exactly.
0: And and you encounter that um, as a Keller Williams agent, being a new agent, having the mentorship of Keller Williams at their training school and on top of that having my sister who was a seasoned agent really helped me out that's awesome getting out out there and great not, mentors and not getting sued <laughs> <laughs> yes
1: true. great mentorship is super important yeah. and you know i think that's a pro tip is when you're getting first started in the industry make sure you're aligning yourself with an agency that can give you the proper support but also with a good mortgage or real estate mentor right yeah uh, somebody that has some experience in the industry that can help transition you into the agent that you've become right
0: yeah exactly
1: <laughs> so 2017 you're still part of uh the team are you still teamed up with your sister today We are that's awesome we are that's awesome well where she's at we, we need her here <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> next podcast next podcast. Oh, of course. But, yeah next like podcast. dynamic duo that's very cool. So, uh, so transitioned in twenty seventeen, start to have a s- little bit more success. Yeah. Uh, but that's definitely blossom from there.
0: Yeah, uh, definitely. So. <laughs> so every year I started like reaching a, a, a little bit more, a yeah. little bit more, and yeah. so it got me to a, a comfortable spot in my career as right. a as a as an agent and trying to get you know, more and more business, and trying to help more and more people.
1: Yeah, well success isn't overnight, and a lot of people think that it is. They look at that that, that agent, or that, that originator, that particular person, and they go, man, overnight success, right? What they don't realize is there's a lot of nights. <laughs> well, they, they, they don't
2: realize it's the longest night ever. Yeah,
1: it really That's is. That's true. It really is, yeah. yeah.
2: So I got a question. So let's so let's talk about this because obviously we talked about you know predominantly your clientele is is a Hispanic based Latino based. What, what do you think is your biggest, uh, your biggest strength with them in regards to marketing to uh, the Hispanic community? What do you, we talked about your social media presence, but talk, talk to me about some of the things that you've learned you know, through trial and error, throughout the, you know, throughout the process.
0: So first, um, the Hispanic community, what I've noticed, and being Hispanic myself, we're not very trusting. So it's, it's difficult for a, another agent that doesn't speak the language... Yeah. To, and and maybe in in all communities, right? Absolutely. But we feel more comfortable to to talk to someone that speaks our own language right. that can explain to us. And once they see the process, and it's like, okay, it became so easy because yeah. you explain me, you know, the the process and and everything, and it just it's painless. That's right. So once they realize that. They're like, okay, well, my comadre needs to find a house, or, you know, my cousin is looking for a house. And it and that becomes, okay, I'm then the the realtor that they go to.
1: That's it. Word of mouth travels fast. Exactly. Hey, Cindy's awesome, and if you're going to buy a house, she's going to walk it. you through the process, yeah. Yeah. and you don't have to have any weird questions, because she's going to make sure they're all answered. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So the sphere is really what's helped you build your business because you help one family, like you said, and then comes the friends and the cousins and the family members, right? And the co-workers, and they're already trusting because they know that you're in the community, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. so that's part of my, my business. The other side of my business, it's I work with a lot of investors in, mm. I believe it was 2019, um, I met a, a good friend that he teaches other investors to invest in real estate. And he markets to the Hispanic community. Yeah. And he started using me as one of his agents. So I became one of those 2 awesome. persons t- yeah. for him too.
1: That's great. That's great. So you've got two different sides of the business. You've got the the families that are looking for homes. Now you've also got a nice little investment side. Yeah. Uh, and again, you're all like you said. The majority of that's all within your your community, right? Correct. Yeah. That's fantastic. But you also have the social media. I know that you you know you're. Per- uh, aware for social, talk about that as well. What do you do on social media?
0: I normally I like to post whenever they close on a home. I like to post or or create flyers when I put a home in the market. Yeah. Sometimes I do open houses and I do a little video. I'm I'm trying to reach you know the audience that might not be looking for a home at that moment, sure. but they're like, okay, I really love that kitchen. Yeah, where is that house at? Let me know. You know what's the price on it? And, That's great. And get people. To kind of think, okay, maybe I want to move. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? It might be time it to might, upgrade. Yeah, time to upgrade. <laughs> I love it.
2: Which uh, of all the social um, uh, media mediums like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, what do, you, what do you find that's been the most successful for you?
0: I try to, uh, to do Instagram and Facebook. Um, I find that I have a bigger audience in Facebook. Yeah. Uh, it's just easier. I'm a yep. millennial. <laughs> right. I, I don't
2: really like Instagram.
0: <laughs> yeah. I try to use it, but I'm not really savvy on. You haven't you haven't joined TikTok yet? You're not. I am on TikTok, <laughs>
2: but I, I did that during
0: the pandemic, and I stopped doing videos. It was mostly like funny videos. Yeah. Uh, but I stopped. Uh, I need to probably go back to TikTok. <laughs>
1: We've heard good things on TikTok. We just started started working on a TikTok presence recently, and we're still infancy stage there, right? But uh, John's been figuring out ways to our videographer, who's here with us today, has been figuring out really great ways to uh, to engage on there. And what we found is uh, the funny memes (laughs) seem to do the best. People (laughs) tend to like the funny stuff, you know, when it's related back to the mortgage industry or the real estate industry. Um, You know, when we try to do the other stuff, the boring talk show stuff, right? Uh, That doesn't seem to resonate on TikTok.
2: well, well, you know, Dave and I, we do a bunch of uh, uh, social media stuff, and we do uh, we do an app called Reach. And, like, we reach out to our realtors and, and our past client database, and, and we've talked because we bounce things off of each other all the time. That's right. The most successful one that we have is, like, when you send a real estate meme to uh-huh. a realtor, and it's like, you know, the borrowers, you know, client... Is shows up at the last minute and, and wants to write a contract in here, and you're, you're like, you just got ready for bed or stuff like stuff like that. And every realtor that seems to get the most responses they was because they can relate. It's to relatable. That. It's, it's true. relatable. It's relatable. So yeah, so true. it is true. So the, the 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 humorous ones are the ones that seem to like get the most traction. So yeah, or,
0: or the realtor working and, and they're on vacation and you're in in the beach. Yeah, or yeah. in The pool. Right. And you're typing on a contract. Yes yeah. yeah. we have to do it. We yeah. have to.
1: Well, people don't realize it's the industry that. Never Never sleeps. It, truly, it's the industry that never sleeps, right? Sure. Some people maybe think that's the bar industry. That's not the case. They typically sleep from six o'clock in the morning until noon. Yes. Yes. We don't get to sleep at all. We don't. <laughs> right? Cindy,
3: let me ask you a question. You just said that you were a millennial. Have you seen a, an age group that's buying more in, in today's market?
0: Um, uh, right now, what I see, most of my clients are either around my age mm-hmm. or a little bit younger. 25? I, What do you want to drink? (laughs) Uh, So, most of them is around my age or a little bit younger. Uh, I have had some really, really young clients, like recently, well, not recently, like last year and the year before, I encountered a couple that were in, like, early 20s, Mm. like early, early. Yeah. And that's not really the norm. Yeah.
3: Well, let's talk about that. So, uh, the reason why I bring that up is, uh, here's a stat that I've been talking about for probably six months now. 51% of the population in the United States is 31 and under, 51%. Think about that for a second. For the longest time, the largest population in the United States was baby boomers. You know what? Mm -hmm. They're no longer the largest population. With that being said, when you have a large demographic, what does every big corporation, every big business do? They cater their business to Apple, Sony, real estate. Well, now, if 51% of your population is 31 and under millennials, uh, all right. that's why I asked that. You are going to get a bigger clientele of that. And back to why social media and all these platforms are so important. important. The baby boomers weren't on social media. Guess what? your generation is. Yeah, so it's very important that what you're doing. And I think it's it I think you are in the early infancies of wherever the next medium of social media is. Yeah. But uh, you know, we're talking about an age group that's taken over the, the real estate business, and we're only gonna see an increase. If 51% of the population is 31 and under, how many more of our transactions are going to be at that age group? Of course uh, something else. They're, they're talking about there's 70 million buyers In the next two years, they're looking to buy real estate in that age group. Are there 70 million houses? No, No. sir. There's (laughs) not 70 million houses out there. So we we have a plethora of, of buyers out there that's going to be in that age group, yeah. in that age group, not yeah. 40, 50, in that age group. So think about you that. Starts start talking second. to them now. Is, well,
2: is, well, you know, we talk about this all the time. It's like, you know, the, the clients are talking about, well, I can't afford a house right now. The rates are so high, it's so expensive. And we use those, those statuses. It's like you can't afford not, not to, buy to buy a house right, right now down. because when you have, obviously, supply and demand, when you only have five or 600,000 700, houses, 700,000 yep. houses listed nationwide, but you got millions of, millions of, of borrowers, up, then what, what happens Then drop. we have a, a, a we have a, a you know a, a battle of uh, you know pricing wars right yeah, and so exactly. so it's like house prices are only going to you know go up so it's like buy now you know at the right price where you can lock in That's that right. equity and the rates temporary we can always refinance later but you cannot afford because at some point there's going to be a time where People truly can afford to buy a house. And right.
0: that's what I keep on telling my clients. It's like, yeah. if you are ready to buy a house and you can afford the right, today's rate, right, yeah. buy it. Yeah, In a couple of years, you can refinance it. You can change that. When I bought my first house, our interest rate was around what is today.
1: Absolutely. And
0: that Absolutely. was, I mean, we're talking about
1: 2005. Yeah, that's right. Well, six and a half, when I got in the industry in 2002, six and a half was the lowest rates had been, right? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, we were in a refinance boom, right? Yeah. And so, you know, now here we are in a in a, in a day and time where we're getting back to a six and a half. We're not quite there right now, right? You know, mm-hmm. I think the rates are, are, are getting much closer. Uh, and what we know uh, is feds intend to reduce rates three times in 2024. So, you know, by June of this year, we should see rates, you know, relatively lower. I think the best point we're probably gonna see is about five and a half, Um, but what people don't realize is for every 1% that the rate reduces, that's going to bring a million borrowers back to the market. Right. Right? And if we have less than 700,000 homes in inventory today, sure, some people will list their home, but we're still going to have an inventory issue. And yeah. the biggest issue that we've struggled with is the media, right? The media is giving people all the fear and doom and gloom of this industry and saying, right. hey, this is a terrible time to buy. Don't buy right now. You know, the, 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 the homes are overpriced. But what they don't understand, and this is where people like Barbara from Shark Tank comes in and finally starts speaking out, right? And saying, hey, I think that people are looking at this from the wrong direction. She's absolutely correct. Because what's gonna happen is, the people that get in right now, it's almost like if I had a crystal ball and I knew that before COVID was the right time to buy a house, right? We knew COVID's about to happen and I'm gonna buy a house today. And that home prices are gonna boom 20 to 30% overnight. Right, man, I would have bought a hundred properties pre-COVID, right? Um, Well, that's kind of the crystal ball we have right now. We know that when the rates slide down, we're gonna bring all these borrowers back to market, yet the inventory's not there. So what happens, okay? What happens is the people that wait, now all of a sudden we get back into bidding wars. Home values start to go up, so they get a great interest rate but they overpay for the property. Where the savvy borrower, and a lot of your investors, I'm sure, are investing right now, right? The savvy borrower gets in right now. Sure, they might take a slightly higher interest rate, but they can select the home that they actually want. More importantly, they can negotiate on the home that they actually want, and they don't have to have these bidding wars that are going on when the market changes. Now, when the market changes, they refinance, they have the best purchase price, and they've put themselves in a better financial position. The guy that waits pays more money but gets a yeah. better interest rate. That's Who wins true. in that scenario? Yeah. The savvy borrower that exactly. starts looking at purchasing in January, February, March, right? Yeah. Before the craze hits.
0: Exactly. So so is it just you on the team or how many people on, on your team? It's just me and my sister. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about that.
3: You know, I I, I tell people all this all the time real estate's not going anywhere guys everybody thinking that there's there's gonna be a crash tomorrow and there may be we just came off of 2023 which is the worst uh pricing in the last decade uh but you know 1970s uh, interest rates was 18 to 20 percent pretty sure people were still buying houses then Absolutely. people will still be buying houses today tomorrow next year 10 years from now and at the end of the day price points you know what whatever your price point is is your price point if i can only afford a two hundred thousand dollar house I can't, because the, the market dictates 300000 I can go and buy a $300,000 house. My price point's 200000 Yeah. That's where Cindy comes in. If I heard her right, you know what? Her audience or whoever her clients are gives her a price point. She looks on the open market. If she can't find the open market, she has these investors out here. I wonder how many off-market stuff that you can hook them up with. That that's out there. I mean, that's, let's talk about that. I mean, so
0: so yeah. So most of my investors, what they do is they buy a, a property mm-hmm. that needs to be rehabbed,
1: condition, yeah, And Re- condition,
0: and uh, normally they they flip it and yep. then I resell it. So. A lot of times before that, that uh,
1: you're creating inventory.
0: Yes, so that property hits the market. If I already have somebody in mind that is looking for a house, I'm, hey, I have this house in Garland or I have this house in Dallas that is just going to hit the market, why don't we just go into it? And then yeah. the house, obviously, if, they, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, and we put it on the market.
1: And that's why you want to be on her list, guys and gals. Oh, yeah. At the end of the day, <laughs> she's creating inventory, and when that inventory's coming up, guess guess who gets to be on the list first? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Everybody likes to be on the VIP list, right? We <laughs> <Exactly>. all,
2: that's
1: <laughs> <different>. <laughs> and that's where you come in. You know, Cindy's got the VIP list, and that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that. So I'm a new home purchaser, and I uh, speak Spanish and I'm trying to find and align myself with the right agent. What's that gonna look like when I come to you, Cindy, like as a new borrower? Yeah. So
0: I normally just have a quick conversation with with the person. I would have a quick conversation with you, what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Ask you if you've been pre-qualified. Yeah. Uh, if not, do you have it's a important. preferred lender? If not, then we can recommend you a preferred lender. Right. And then uh, from that point on, we can start looking for a house in the area that you're, that you're looking
1: or zip codes. Quick question. Why do you wanna make sure they have a preferred lender or that they're qualified before you get out there and start?
0: Well, because otherwise taxes. you're gonna be wasting your time and mine. Um, if you're not qualified, yeah. I'm, I'm not even sure what you can afford, I, I wouldn't know. You I'm may
1: be even... showing them the right price point. Exactly. Right? Maybe there's some stuff they need to clean up to get prepared for exactly. purchasing that home and aligning them with the right person to get them pre-qualified. Exactly. You now know, well, you can start looking in this price bracket, but more importantly, if you can't qualify, hey, here's a list of things that we can work on so that we can eventually make you a homeowner, right? And that's why it's important to align with the right lender because sometimes they may have talked to the wrong lender, but last time I looked, successful agents work with successful lenders. Cindy, you're gonna put them with the right person. Of course. So they can get pre-qualified or get mortgage ready. And
0: sometimes they come to me and they're like, well, I talked to this uh, loan officer last year, but my situation changed. So I got married. So now we have to count that that other income, possibly, maybe they switch jobs. Okay, or I got a pay increase. Yeah. So we have to account those those things, and maybe last year they didn't qualify, but this year they. They're might. ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. And I've had several a lot of changes
1: like that. in a year. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk. A lot of changes in a month, literally in the last thirty days, uh, because the rates have dropped again. We have two hundred thousand dollars more in buying power. Exactly. So a borrower that couldn't qualify two months ago for the house that they wanted, they may be able to qualify today. But you know that, yep. and that's why it's important to align with the right agent because that's just part of that qualification process, right?
0: That's correct.
1: Okay, so you get them aligned with the right lender and you ask them a series of questions to make sure that you're going to give them the right property. And they're a brand new borrower. They don't know, they've never purchased a house before. How do you get them past that fear, right?
0: Well, um, uh, I believe that once you have a person get pre qualified, you can really tell if they're serious or not okay. about buying a home. Yeah. Because you have to give that all in, or, or the information, your personal information, That's to right. that lender, and if they're not willing to do that, yeah. then that person is not ready. Yeah.
1: Right, unless they got a pile of cash sitting in the corner. And <laughs>
0: Most of them don't, and most of them
1: don't. <laughs> no. of them don't. Yeah, especially
0: them if it's three hundred thousand or you know three fifty. Yeah. I mean, the average home price is around two sixty to seventy. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, but, but but again, the Hispanic community guys, we all know what mattress money is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> do, you know, do, you know do, do you know how many people that uh, in the Hispanic Let's community that money in the that, bank? 60 days before we qualify you, fifty or sixty thousand dollars. That because you know in, in in the Hispanic culture, well, they're great savers. Well, it's not that you, you don't trust institutions. You don't it's trust, the, links. You don't trust the banks. You don't trust the banks. You don't trust the in 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 Mexico. They don't. They they come over here and think it's the same thing. That's why they keep their money underneath the mattress, not because they're trying to. Hoard cash it's just it's been ingrained in them Who for generations. Who, Who can do you trust? trust? Again, the trust factors, soldiers. You know? so, so 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 again it is. It's vetting it Guess what? Yeah. Hey we gotta put your money in the bank. It has to sit there for two months before we can buy this. It's the yeah. education behind it. And exactly. and, and, and again sometimes these borrowers are not going to disclose everything to you, you know? No, they it's don't up tell to you. you. It's like, you know, it's like, you know, being a, a lender or a realtor, you're like an attorney, it's pri- yeah. client pri- it's privilege, you know, it's yeah. not like you're going to go out and, out and off. So it takes a while for them to trust. But back to why they trust you. Yeah. Because I'm once you acquire that like trust, that. Yeah. You're, you're family at that point. You know what? They'll, they give you the world. Well, we're talking about money, but real quick, the you know, last time I
1: looked, if they don't have cash to put down, There's options for that too, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, you can start getting creative. You can start putting money in the bank if they have it. I've had multiple situations like that where the family has their money at home. Sure. And uh, it's like, okay, well, how much can I really put in the bank at a time, right? not getting in trouble with the
1: IRS. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. And uh, well, and, and what I was talking about too is down payment assistance programs, right? That's true. Um, you know, utilizing uh, seller concessions, and I bring that up right now because I think there's a really good reason to bring it up, right? Yeah. And, and here's why. The buyer that's looking to buy right now that doesn't have the cash available, right, what's gonna happen when the rates drop and everybody comes back to the market? Are they still gonna be able to use those DPA programs and get qualified for Probably getting into a home? <laughs> they may get qualified, yeah. but, the seller's not going to accept that offer because last time I looked, when the rates drop and everybody comes back to the market, you have multiple offers on a house. And what do most agents look for when they're looking at which offers to accept? Do they want the one with no down payment money using a DPA program? no no No. they want to work with the borrowers that have substantial amounts of cash down and preferably the cash buyer the cash who's not using financing at all so a pro tip right now guys and gals is if you get into the market before the rates drop you may actually be able to buy a house where if you wait until the rates drop you may get pushed to the back of the line like so many people did you had fha borrowers VA borrowers, some USDA borrowers that literally couldn't even buy a house even though they were qualified because they didn't have the cash assets that the cash buyers did. Right?
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. and it, I mean, it really sucks for that type of uh, uh, loans, but yeah. it, it's what they can get. And and right now they're in a better market to fight for, for a home. They are. Than if they wait maybe a couple of months.
1: That's right. They don't have to take what's left over on the block. Mm-hmm. They get to pick the house that they actually want. So now's a great time to buy for people with limited cash funds. And negotiate If they qualify. Yeah. And negotiating. Exactly, and negotiating. Mm-hmm. Well, um, One thing we like to ask uh, all of our guests is, uh, you know, we know that you're super successful and you're busy all the time and you never sleep, even when you're on vacation. You're working (laughs) in the business, but what do you do? Do you have a family? uh, What's your family life look like?
0: Uh, I do. I have three boys. That's awesome. Uh, I've been married for twenty, twenty, almost twenty-one years.
1: Congratulations.
0: Thank you. Uh, My oldest one is a marine, and. uh, Thank you. And then I have an 18 year old, just turned 18 and a 15 year old.
1: I have a a two year old turned two today. (laughs) Happy birthday, birthday, Kai. I love you, buddy. (laughs) So that's awesome. So you're, you're not just busy at work. You're busy at home too.
0: It's more independent right now. My oldest two are working. Um, and, uh, And my youngest one, he's very independent. He's mostly, you know, spending time upstairs. He's like, mom, don't bug me. I'm good. Uh, (laughs) I'm watching social media, not yours. (laughs) Yeah, no, he comes downstairs if if he's hungry. I don't even go to his room because it's probably a mess. Yeah. <laughs> He's 15. What can I expect? Right no,
1: we know. I think all of us here on the uh, on the podcast right now have kids of that age or have had kids of that age. So yeah. We know what happens at uh, 15. They become very independent and uh, mom and dad aren't their friends uh, some of the times as well, right? <laughs> they don't want to go out with you. I mean, if, if you go
2: out, they,
0: they just want to stay home. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Good this is true. So. so that- well, no, you're I was good. gonna say what do you what do you guys like to do for uh fun? I mean and, and besides work. Yeah we well, you're so not saving home homeowners uh, for yeah.
1: one house at a time. We like to travel.
0: We like to travel a lot. So if if there's an opportunity to yes. go to Mexico or go out of town, we do it. We take what, it.
1: What's your favorite you know vacation spot for Mexico? You're from there, right? So Cancun. Cancun. <laughs> <In a heartbeat. laughs> she made it really easy. It's yeah, Cancun. It's That's Cancun, the spot. Yucatan. Yeah. I love Yucatan. Yucatan, too. yeah. We've been to so. Los
0: Cabos last uh, this last year we Cabo's to good. Cabos. Yeah to um, Oaxaca too Hell we yeah. went to uh, Huatulco so i mean you do I, travel
1: I, I do love it that's I, awesome
0: i normally travel uh, or or spend in mexico mm-hmm. go every uh, like every two months yeah yeah, that's good. That's why we got to follow her on, on uh, social media. That's
2: right. Her, her
1: adventures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you got to recharge, though. You know, when you're working those kind of hours and you're doing what it takes and you're closing the kind of business that you're closing, you've got to be able to have that time to be able to recharge the batteries, enjoy a little fun in the sun. Right. Yeah. yeah we do it too. My wife and I, we love to travel. I think it's, it's you know, it's one of our passions as well. So.
0: And you have to do you have to keep the sanity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you do.
1: You do. Well, we always like to answer you with a really uh, specific question, and David tends to ask those. So, David, uh, let's hit her with one more question before we. Wrap this one up
3: today. Oh, I got a good one for. Her. Let's uh, do it. Obviously, seven years in the business, you've had a lot of transactions and, and so forth. But uh, what's the one? I don't want all of them. What's the one transaction that means the most to you or, or most special in your heart? The one that made you say, "This is why I want the, to do this, this is why I'm in real estate."
0: So. Uh, it, it reminds me of my times in in CPS because this this lady, I was helping several families relocate. There, yeah. There's a place or an area in Dallas mm-hmm. that the. The, the city was buying those properties and relocating yeah. the yep. people. Yep. This project started like 20 years ago, but I just got like the end of it. Right. Um, I help about five to six families. Okay. And uh, there was a lady that I was helping that was my primary client, and she referred me to another one. And the other one was working with a different realtor. And so I told her, hey, you have a relationship with this realtor. Go ahead and, and continue working with right. her. She called me on a Friday afternoon. It was almost like a Friday evening. It was late. yeah. And she told me, um, hey Cindy, I need a realtor. Uh, my relocation money expires on Monday. <laughs> oh wow. Because there was two parts of it. So yeah. they would get relocation money and there was something else that they were getting for for transitioning. But one of them expired on Monday. I haven't ha- found a house. I just dropped my realtor. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs>
1: and so we just no said, pressure, by the yeah, way. Yeah, <laughs> we just had the, the weekend.
0: So I told her, "Hey, can you send me that in writing that you that you're no longer working with the real estate agent?" Because yeah. I don't want to like step, step on, on somebody's steps. toes. Step on somebody's right? Yeah, so she did, and uh, she showed me that she had also sent an email to that other realtor, and uh, and I'm like, okay, what do I do? So I started. I, I met her that evening, and then met her Saturday, Sunday all day. I was with her all day. I didn't have any, any, anybody else and we, yeah. had, we basically ate together everything. On Sunday evening, I submitted an offer for her and I told the agent, I really, really need an answer.
1: Which Before never happened. Which never happened. Yeah. I explained yeah. the
0: situation and I'm like, hey, I don't want to rush you. I don't want to rush the seller, yeah. but we don't have time. Like yeah. This is what's happening. At midnight, she responded. We have an executed contract. 6 a.m., Relocation was receiving that contract, and the lady called me at 8 a.m., <laughs> the relocation lady. <laughs> How is this happening? She was upset. <laughs> How is this happening? She was working with another realtor, and now you're sending me an executed contract, blah, blah, blah. She, she just basically yelled at me, and I just I said, hey, this is what happened. On Friday afternoon, she called me. This is the, like, I gave her everything. Yeah. And she's like, I cannot believe this. <laughs> she was bitch. she had this accent. This is a
1: government worker?
0: <laughs> government yeah, worker. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> government worker. She was, like, just, like, very upset. And she's like, I cannot believe this. And I'm like, I know, I know. But God heard my prayer my prayer, and everybody else, because everybody else was praying.
1: Yeah.
0: And she ended up getting a house. That's awesome. So,
3: so Cindy. Well, that's because well, of you, Cindy. Yeah, it was because okay. of you. So that's because w- w- of you. Was, I, I want our audience to know because I already know. What's the price point on that house? How much was it?
0: Oh my gosh! Uh, it was a hundred thousand, and he had to pass HUD standards. Yeah. Yep.
3: So I knew that already because it could be more than a hundred thousand if it's a reload with the government subsidies yeah. and, and everything else. But, but, but yeah, but, that's the number one transaction. Yeah. But that's yeah. Well, The reason why I bring that up because I've seen your portfolio. I know you've done mm-hmm. massive transactions, and for the audience out there and everybody that's that's listening, it's. You spent an entire Sunday. You didn't have to do that. You have three kids, a, a, a husband. That I'm sure you had a million things you could have done on your yeah. own. But what did you choose to do? You, I'm, about to I'm about to tear. I'm about to tear up now. You chose. <laughs> you chose to do help it. someone in need, probably because of your background and the help and the need. and stuff. That's something that I don't know if, if you can learn that. last
1: David. Realtors get paid off of the loan size. So right. at the end of the day- He made less you, money for spending he that day. made less money, but that just goes to show why people need to be working with you. Absolutely. And because you care. Yeah. You absolutely care. And that's what we found is the most successful agents in this industry today. It's not because of they're trying to make the most monetary value. That comes with the territory. But it's because they're doing it for the right reasons, and that's what creates the success because you actually care about the people that you serve.
3: Yeah. Well, she's wanting to do that for $100,000. Good God. What is she going to do for someone that's a – Yeah. I mean, yeah. What, I mean what the full she resources into. of Cindy. I'm about that's to go buy right. the house. <laughs> <laughs> Just want so hang out with
1: her. I love it. I love it. Well, as much as we'd love to keep you here all day, uh, we do got to wrap these things up at some point in time. So uh, is there anything we should ask you today that we didn't?
0: I think we covered everything. I think
1: we covered (laughs) everything. I think we could squeeze something else out, but we'll save that for the next one when we bring your sister back. Okay. We get the dynamic duo here, right? awesome, awesome. Let's do it. I love it, I love it, I love it. Well, when the people out there want to find you, and we know they do, how do they get in touch with Cindy?
0: My cell phone number is 214-883-2423. Mi nombre es Cindy Guajardo. Agente Viene Raíces para Keller Williams. Mi número de teléfono, 214-883-2423.
1: Awesome, awesome. Thank you. Guys and gals, you're definitely going to want to work with Cindy. She's amazing. Whether you are Hispanic or not. She's going to be an amazing resource for you, and she's going to give you great service. So thank you, Cindy, Thanks, for being here today. Thank so you, for having me. Clint, brother. Yes, sir. When the people out there want to find you and they yes. want to your loan services. Yes. How are in getting from Clint? I expect you to say it in Spanish.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's been, it's, been, it's been a minute, so I'm going to, to refrain from that. Uh, no, so you can always reach me on my cell phone directly, 972-679-1028. That's 972 679 Ten twenty eight, or you can always go to the com.
1: There it is, guys and gals. There it is. And I've worked with Clint for quite some time, uh, over a decade. And I can assure you, if you make that phone call, you're going to be happy as well because he's going to take great care of you uh, or your clients. Uh, David, brother, uh, anything uh, you want to throw in there before we wrap
3: up? No. I All I got to say is thanks for being on the show, guys. Um, you know, if I'm out there looking for real estate, I'd call this lady Cindy, Spanish or not. You know, the good thing is you get to hang out with her all day, look at houses. But good God, Ben, I'm not sure I've met anybody that's cared as much as you did. So, Thank you so much. Um, yeah, uh, and, so if, if, if you're going to be my advocate and fight for me for a house, I want you. So yeah. you do too, folks. Yeah, good stuff. Thank you so
1: much. Well, we're your Real Estate Success Partners. I'm Devin Dubuque. And I'm David Wynn. And if you want to check us out, you can find us at realestatesuccesspartner.com. Again, that's realestatesuccesspartner.com. Or come on over to YouTube and check us out at the Dubuque team. That's where you get to see the video version of this podcast. And we truly appreciate it if you'd make some comments, tell us anything that you'd like to hear. If you want to be on the guest on the show, uh, you can request there. And uh, also, please subscribe, and we love those five steps. Star Reviews. Until the next time, we'll see you then. Bye, guys. Bye.
0: Bye.